This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him this afternoon as we are going to blow your mind. And I want to make sure every one of you out there that are part of the I Retire For Him nation. And maybe that's actually, we haven't set apart a specific flag for the I Retire For Him nation, but maybe after today's show, we will. Martha, before we get to all that, we've got some shout outs to do. We've got a new station group in Virginia, but we got people listening all over the state and all over the country. Let's say hi to them. I love the fact that right now, what our fo- where we are live on the radio in different cities all have a coastal word in them. We've got coastal Virginia, we've got the first coast, and we've got the Gulf Coast. And um, so, shout out to everybody. We are those so of you in the frozen tundra listening to the podcast. Don't be upset at Martha the ice right now. Coast. Do <laughs> no. not send Martha an email. The ice coast. There the you ice go. Coast. Now we we are thrilled to be on the radio in Virginia, Georgia. Florida, um, and hey, we're looking for new places. So if people are listening and their city, um, they have a station that they love, connect me to that station because at talk radio, people need to understand it's talk radio because we can't go on a music station. They well, don't, we could, they but don't my singing us. voice is rough. <laughs> but it would be great for us to connect so we can get in more cities across the country. But we are so thankful for our new listeners. And we actually have friends that already live in the area where we're broadcasting and um, they're sharing it with their friends. And so we hope that we can make an impact on that area as well. Coastal right. Virginia. Coastal Virginia, welcome. And all over Tampa Bay and all over Jacksonville, the First Coast, St. Augustine, mm-hmm. Folkestone, Georgia, thank you guys for tuning in. You know, it's not too often that a new idea comes out that's radical, even transformational. But what about revolutionary? <laughs> Today we're going to talk to you about retirement, but not in a way I would bet that 99.9999% of you have never heard it talked about. Those of you who are already members of the I Work For Him Nation in your mind, but you're really retired, so you're going, but I not, I don't work anymore. Yes, but you're part of the I Retire For Him Nation. If you go out to iretireforhim.com, iretire, the number four, him.com, that'll go right to iworkforhim.com. That's part of who we are. You're going to love this show. If you're thinking about retirement, if you're already in retirement, just remember, retirement, not biblical. Second stage in life, absolutely biblical. In the American way, that's right, where you just sit back, relax, uh, hunt for seashells and play golf all day long. That's not biblical. The only people in the Bible that got to retire were Levitical priests. And if you're out there and you're a Levitical priest, cool. But even they went back then and mentored and trained the next generations of people on what to do next, and that's what we desperately need. Mm. Those of you still working, and thinking about all the money you need to save up for your retirement, for that second stage of life, I believe when we're done with today's show, you're going to breathe a sigh of relief. You're also going to gain a biblical perspective on retirement that no one has ever brought to this show, and I may guess ever brought to the radio ever before. Hmm. Here to bring the retirement revolution is the author of said book, David Kennan. Dave, David oh. Kennan, welcome. I work for him. Well, thank you for having me. I I forgot we were going to call you David today, because that's what's on the top of your book, The Retirement Revolution. Well, I want to make sure I don't call you two different things, but I want to make sure for said people, the securities offered through First Allied Securities, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. David Kennan, you are a financial advisor, but really, you are a prophet. 
The Lord has laid on you like a book of Ezekiel, but you called it the book, The Retirement Revolution. And when I read this book from cover to cover, what I saw was revolutionary ideas that needed to be put out on the radio. Well, let's not forget the subtitle. Well, the subtitle, oh, well, of course, spend more and worry less. It's, you know, but you didn't put a little subtitle words underneath. Sorry, no, it was like I the know. stamp on it. But it is important that you realize that you need to go to the website, stoplivingscared.com, stoplivingscared.com. But before we get into all of that, as we do with every brand new guest, and I work for him, we would love for you to just share, how did you become a Jesus follower? Well, uh, I was an atheist up until about seven years ago. Uh, my whole, none of my, no one in my family is saved. They're still not saved. But I moved down to Florida with my wife. Her family lives down here. And they're all Christians. I've never been around Christians before. And I said, these people aren't that crazy. They're actually pretty <laughs> normal, actually well-adjusted, happy people. What is going on here? So I checked it out. I went to church a couple times. I joined a Bible study group with a bunch of mature Christians. I wasn't even a believer at that point. And I read the Gospels for the first time, and I just very simply said, I believe who Jesus is, who he says he is, and I was saved. I mean, from that point on, it was nothing short of supernatural. My, the relationship I have with the Lord is, is deep and powerful, and I'm just so blessed, and especially with the background I have at being an atheist most of my life, I have a very unique perspective and a lot of things to share with people. I love that. You know, so, that's so incredibly powerful. And I just want to put a little plug in because tomorrow's show, we're talking with the um, people from the Pocket Testament League, and it's all about giving away the gospel of John to people. And you just succinctly said, I read the gospels and I understood that Jesus is who he says he is. And that is life changing, and and nobody can refute that testimony. And I just I'm excited about that. I guess we should have brought your wife on too, so we could hear that perspective on what. How did David change once he started following Jesus? Oh, she'd back me up 100. percent I mean, really, wow. a supernatural change. I don't want to get too deep into it here. That could be a whole hour in. And well, of well, maybe yes. that'll be a future show. Okay. Because that is something. There's a lot of people out there that interact with people all day long that deny the existence of God. Yes. And a lot of times because. They've been hurt by people who do acknowledge the existence of God, and so it, it takes them down a, a realm. As long as you deny the existence of God, then there's no, then you don't ever have to worry about feeling guilty about anything that you do. Mm. But the minute you put God in the equation, all of a sudden there's like, wow, responsibility, things like that. No, we're going to focus today on your book, yes, which is the Retirement Revolution, which really is the beginning, the beginnings, the tidal wave that is just forming of a revolutionary way to look at retirement. Amen. The retirement revolution. It's starting here in the Sun Coast, right? And it's going to spread all over the country. Starting right there. Sarasota, you're based out of, right? I am. Okay. All right. Before we get to that, one more question. At what point in time in your life did you realize that your work really was a place of ministry? That it really was a place where you, it was a mission field? I figured out pretty quickly um, I had some really great mentors, business owners. I figured out pretty quickly that my Sundays, my Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, it's no different. I'm Dave or David, if that's what you're calling me today. I'm David. <laughs> I'm always David. Right. That's who I am. I am a, a, a conduit for the Holy Spirit 24-7. So why separate it between Sunday and the rest of the week, right? Mm. So as soon as I realized that, I mean, my job, quite frankly, is my hobby. I say to people, you know, they say, what, would you like to garden? Like, what do you do? I'm like, well, there, I have some hobbies. But if you ask me, like, what is, what do I want to do with my days for the rest of my life? I'm doing it already. What a blessing, right? So it's very easy for me to let my, 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 my 
beliefs kind of bleed into my work. And as I create a platform with this uh, retirement revolution, you better believe I'm sneaking Jesus in there because this book is a secular book. It doesn't directly um, talk about Jesus. I think a Christian that read it would realize that I am a Christian who wrote it. Uh, but I am reaching a very wide audience, right? All kinds of people. And once I build up that platform where these people are bought into what I'm talking about in, from a retirement planning point of view, I got to tell them about Jesus because if you don't talk about Jesus, none What's of this point? works. That's right. I mean, none of it works. So anyway, that's how that that's what's going on there. Well, and that's when I read your book. And, and that's my job. Mar, Mar, I read like three times faster than Martha said. So usually me, I write the book and then I tell her about the book. When I read it, I thought, wow, I've never read a book that told people not only to plan for retirement, because everybody needs to plan their savings for retirement. Everybody needs to do that. But I've never read a book that said, okay, once you got there, now you need to plan. You need to have a spending plan. Sure. You need it because and, and with your overarching premise that if that if you spend what you've got, you will spend more and worry less because so many people are worried that they're gonna have enough to make it to all the way to the end. And then the whole thought of, if I pass on too much money to my kids and my grandkids and my great grandkids, how much am I gonna screw them up if I pass that money to them? And, and recognizing that as a real, not necessarily a fiduciary responsibility, which is your job, but a real responsibility, a stewardship responsibility as a Christ follower. I just can't wait. I want you to sit back. Every one of you listening is either in retirement, think about retirement, or you're going, Jim, I'm 25. I have retirement's a long ways away. Or yeah. hoping that they will retire yeah. someday. You know, here's the good news. Jesus came to li lived on this earth and died and rose again. So that good news impacts everything we do. And every part of our lives, Jesus's life matters. The gospel impacts everything we do. But so often we miss the fact that our work matters to God, that our workplace really is a mission field, that are in that mission field, that we could be the only Jesus people may meet, that the job that you hold, the work that you do, the people that you work with, none of that is by chance. The people that you work with, they need to meet Jesus and you may be their only chance. But when we retire, we kind of check out. You know, we get into a really comfortable small group. I'm not speaking from experience, but I'm speaking from observation. We get into a really comfortable small group at church where we're surrounded by people that are just like us. And then we forget the fact that we've got a high calling on our lives. So many of you sitting out there in retirement need to get out of the, out of the grandstands and back into the playing field. And, and I today, have a great way for them to do it. Today, David, just couldn't wait. To, today, we're going to unleash the power of how you can get back in the playing field through the retirement revolution. Check it out online. StopLivingScared.com. David, what led you to writing this book, The Retirement Revolution? You can tell I'm just chomping at the bit. I know. It's just like you're ripping the microphone <laughs> Let off. Let talk. Go ahead. Talk. I am chomping at the bit. No, I... Um... So for the past five years, I have been in a baby boomer laboratory. And what I mean by that is I teach these classes on when is the best time to take Social Security. So obviously the people that are attracted to that class are baby boomers in their 60s considering retirement. So over five years, I sat down with 3,000 baby boomers. Mm. I mean, tell me who else in the country wow. has done that in the past five years. I have a very unique perspective. Yeah. So they're coming in, and I'm, I noticed a trend right away. The trend was so glaringly obvious, and it was upsetting, really upsetting. These people come in, hard workers, have you know, worked their entire lives, cobbled together a little bit of savings, come into my office. They're in their mid-60s. They're exhausted, and they look at me, and they say, Dave, 
we're never going to be retired. We'll never be able to retire. Or they say, Dave, uh, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do here. I have to retire. My health isn't holding up. I'm terrified. I lose sleep. I'm, I'm going to run out of money. I'm going to become a burden. I'm gonna, I mean, you hear me getting kind of excited, but this is what I hear from these right. people. And it was so upsetting to see the, and I'm, I'm not talking about like a few. I'm talking about 90 or 95% of the people, whether they had $100,000 saved or $2 million saved, almost every one of them was in an absolute state of terror when it came to their retirement finances in retirement. Because, you said it before, just repeat it again. Why are they so scared? Because that's why you want them to stop livingscared.com. Well, there's a lot of reasons why they're so scared. Their parents were alive during the Great Depression. If your parents, the person that's raising you, if they were alive during the Great Depression, what are they going to teach you? Mm. Be careful. The sky is going to fall. Don't spend any money. If you do, you're going to be in big trouble. So you've heard this your whole life. Then another thing that's a problem is we don't have these traditional pensions anymore. So, you know, you're not getting a guaranteed paycheck, pension check once you retire. Most people don't have that. And then let's not, not forget that people have to put their money into the stock market for it to grow once they retire, which is terrifying. Every time you turn around, if the market goes down a couple points, the media machine is going nuts, right? So baby boomers have been put in a very difficult situation where when they retire, they have absolutely no idea how much of their savings they can spend when. And the problem with that is when I sit down with people in their 80s and 90s and I ask them, hey... You know, looking back, like what advice do you have for people in, in their 60s and 70s? Every one of them says the same thing. You know what they say to me? Spend more money earlier in your retirement. By the time we realized we weren't going to run out of money, we were too old to enjoy it. I hear it over wow. and over and over again. And then you see Mr. 63-year-old who's trying to somehow live on Social Security with half a million dollars in the bank. And he's, well, I call it underliving and oversaving, right? This is an endemic problem. This is happening all across the country. This is affecting tens of millions of baby boomers. And I am going to be the voice that's going to push back against the doom and gloom, against the scarcity mentality. It is time for people to hear the other side of the story, which is it is okay to start spending some of your retirement savings once you retire. <laughs> that's what it's for. I mean, I get very intense about this, but at the end of the day, this is a this is great news. Like, this is exciting, right? It is great news. We're talking with David Kennan, who wrote this book, The Retirement Revolution. He wants you to stop living scared, so check it out online, stoplivingscared.com. And as Christ followers listening to this show, you need to understand the wisdom that David's been given. And he's a young guy. He's younger than me. The wisdom he's been given by meeting with people like you, baby boomers, for the last many, many years, 3,000 of them. The wisdom he's been given is directly from God because God doesn't want us ever to live scared. And he wants us to have purpose. And he's given you the money to help live that purpose out in your retirement years. And you don't want to get to the end, towards the end, and go, oh, I, I wish, I wish I had, I wish I had, I wish I had. You know, um, a lot of times I want to just share this. When Jim finishes reading a book that we're going to do an interview on, you know, he'll be like, well, there's there's a little bit of new information. A lot of this, you know, I've heard before, just packaged differently. He got done reading this book, David, and he was like, 
never heard of this this way before. And I want to encourage our listeners to stay tuned through the whole show because I don't want them to walk away just hearing, oh, David said I can spend all my money as soon as I retire. That's not what he said. That's not what you said at all. But I'm fearful because sometimes people, you know, you hear what you want to hear sometimes. And so this isn't spend it all right away, but it's, it's a different way. It's not like I'm going to be worried and scared, and that's the whole point. I'm going to I'm going to make a plan. Well, can I and, address that? Because I can address yes, it in please. one sentence. In one sentence, I can explain how. Because yes, the title of the book is "The Retirement Revolution: Spend More, Worry Less." But do it responsibly. <laughs> if you don't have any money and you're retiring, do not spend that money. I'm not telling you. You know this this message is for about half of the baby boomer population statistically. Baby boomers that have saved $200,000 or more in retirement accounts. And I'm going to give your audience, in one sentence, the instructions on what to do. I hope everybody is ready. Okay, we're ready. Get your pens and paper out. Oh, there David Gibbs just called in and said, people use iPads today, Jim. Come on. Uh, Or they're driving. Or they're driving, so don't do that. But you can listen to (laughs) podcasting later. Okay, David. This is very simple. You're just going to remember it in your brain. All right. Once you retire, you want to start spending the money that the money is making. So if you have a CD in the bank and it's getting 3% interest, you have to use that 3%. I'm not saying spend the 3%. I'm saying use the 3%. First of all, David, you're going to give the name out of the bank that's paying 3%. Well, <laughs> oh, they're actually oh, out there oh, nowadays. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, <laughs> so let's say you put your money in a diversified portfolio of stocks and bonds, and the dividends and interest pay around 5%, right. which is about what they do. Sure. All right? Use the 5%. Use the 5%. The first year you retire, I'm not telling you to spend the principal. I want you to be responsible right. with this. I just want you to spend the, the money that the money is making. So if you have half a million dollars in your IRA, and you have it invested in stocks and bonds, which I would argue you should— that's 5% of 500000 is $25,000 a year. So you are required, once you join the retirement revolution, to use twenty five. Now look, you can spoil yourself. You can spoil your grandkids. You can give money to the church. That's on you. All I'm saying is this scarcity mentality where people defer and wait and defer and wait and defer and wait and they end up dying. Okay, real quick, I know you have some things to say too. I am going to blow your mind with a statistic. I hope the audience is ready. One third of retirees die with more money than they had on the day that they retired. That's a staggering figure. Say it again. again. One third of retirees die with more money than they had on the day that they retired. And that's not my, I mean, that's the Federal Reserve telling. I mean, this is a huge government survey. Wow. What's sad about that, and we even talk about the principle, because at some point in time, we're with the next part of the show, we're going to talk about, hey, how not to have that 500000 screw up your kids and grandkids when you do die. So what do we do about that, the intentionality with that? But the whole point of this conversation is those of you thinking that you're getting close to retirement, you're already in retirement, we need you in the I Work For Am Nation. We need you back in the playing field. We need you investing your life into those younger generations that are coming up. And we're gonna have conversations about that a little bit now and continuing on in the future, the I Retire For Am Nation. But some of you are like, but Jim, that means I'm gonna have to drive more. I'm gonna need more money for that. Or I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need some more money to, you know, to buy some clothes to look that, whatever it is. 
This money can help fuel that ministry. We need you to do that. David, the website that you want people to go to. StopLivingScared.com. That's StopLivingScared.com. All right. And we're going to give away a couple copies of The Retirement Revolution. And we're going to do it with the I Work For Him listener line. 866-713-9675. 866-713-WORK. Call the number 866-713-9675. Get a copy of The Retirement Revolution. You're listening to I Work For Him. Prepare for your mind to be blown. Yes. Not by something that I'm going to say. Although sometimes, Martha, I say mind-blowing things, don't I? Yes, you do, Jim. <laughs> and then I have to apologize <laughs> for them. That's usually what it is. This is different. But I just want, we're going to reintroduce what we've been talking about because we know a lot of you join us after the bottom of the half hour, and we're so grateful that you're tuning in from all over the country. And we're so grateful. First week on in coastal Virginia. Thanks for tuning in up in coastal Virginia. You know, so many of us know financial advisors. And we're talking to one said advisor today that's going to talk about something that I've never heard a financial advisor talk about. Most financial advisors have a lopsided view of financial advising. They only talk about saving. Today, we're going to talk with a financial advisor who wrote this incredible book, a Jesus-following former atheist who wrote the book, The Retirement Revolution, Spend More, Worry Less. He's got a website, StopLivingScared.com. Stop living lopsided. Stop <laughs> saving I mean, financial advisors out there listening who would love Jesus, you guys need, first of all, you need to always work with your customers with an eternal perspective. And this is an eternal perspective. We need to put this kingdom money back into work. You know, it's great to have a savings plan, but you got to have a spending plan too. That's what David Kennan has written all about in the retirement revolution. David, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You said this at the at, right before we went to the break, a third of all retirees die with more money on the day they die than the day they retired. That is correct. And, and you said that your revolutionary idea is to spend the money that their money is making. That's it. Because we're assuming they're living on, so they got social security income, maybe they got a pension retirement or something like that. And, but they also have this money they've saved up. And, and what I found is that people have, you know, especially people that are very uh, responsible. I, I, I call myself like Dave Ramsey graduates. They end up in my office. They save money. They've uh, they had a budget. They've been very reasonable. They've lived below their means and they've been saving money. And now there's there's at that's they're at this tipping point, right? Where they're saying, okay, so we're not working anymore and we're not making any more income. And wow, this is scary. And oh, I hope we don't run out of money. And I don't know what to do. And they totally, totally lose track of the fact that their money will continue to work for them after they stop working. That's the whole point of retirement savings. Once you retire, your retirement savings works instead of you working. That's the whole thing. It's the whole compound investing thing. Hey, you keep you keep investing the money you're investing, and it just keeps growing. But I want I want to make sure we inflict inflict. How about insert the the Jesus part of this all this thing? Absolutely. Because we're talking to a crowd of people, as you said, the baby boomers, and you're and you're saying whether they're Christ followers or not, they're all basically their knees are knocking in fear that they're not going to have enough money to make it to the end. Absolutely. Even though they've said they put all their faith in their Savior Jesus Christ, and they understand that God will provide all of their needs. Oh, most of my clients are Christians. Okay. Can so, I can I rock your world with another stat? Well, I doubt it'll rock my world, but you go yeah, right ahead. Will absolutely. So they did a huge study, and they said, "Who's they?" Uh, this was the em Employee Retirement Benefits Institute. It's out of D.C. It's a think tank. And they asked uh, a bunch of you know older people, what is your number one fear in life? 
Mm. You know, death is up there, right? Death was 30%. You know what 70% was? Running out of money. People are way significantly, two or three times more afraid of running out of money than death. That was my statistic. Wow. That's a staggering number. Staggering. I wonder if it's because death is a sure thing. Right. It's going to happen. Correct. At some point. Everybody's going to die. Um, but they don't know if they're going to run out of money because nobody's helped them with that. And is that really what, what, what this really is, is we need to help them know how to spend that money once they or use it. it correct yes well and, and you tell some amazing stories and you change the names protect the innocent just like we have to remind people the past performance is no guarantee of future results but you but you write some stories about people who had big dreams for retirement they saved up they saved up they lived they scrimped all of their working years so they had money for retirement and they had dreams like the one you, you talked about the guy that wanted to build it buy an old sailboat i think it was a sailboat but buy an old boat fix it up so they can go use it and when he went to go do it and take the money i mean it, it stopped they, they like panicked and they all of a sudden they shut well, down the wife disagreed that, yeah that's the wife a big disagreed it, it is, what is what you're right you're you need to be on the same page as us with the wife certainly as christ following families that's got to be but this money you you saved the money to do something with it what we want to encourage you, our I Retire For Him Nation, those those of you listening to the show that are going, okay, how does my work really matter to God? And I don't get paid to do my work anymore. That's fine. It doesn't mean you don't have work every day. What we're saying is that you've already funded your future ministry years. Your years after you're done working full-time for somebody else, you get to be full-time working for God, even though you were working full-time for God before you just didn't know it. You funded it already. And how are they going to take that money how does it come how do they fund their future ministry years well they're going to take the money that the money is making and i want to give your audience a tremendous amount of encouragement right now because i am going to re-educate you on about five things in about one minute that everyone thinks is happening and it's very scary but it's not happening here we go okay social security is not going bankrupt i'm not going to go into why you can read the book <laughs> Inflation is not going to ruin you. As the cost of goods go up, people's spending goes naturally down. You're not spending in your 80s and 90s what you're spending in your 60s and 70s. Don't worry about inflation. It doesn't, it's not going to screw up your retirement. Medical costs. If you get a $600,000 medical bill because you had a heart attack and you're on Medicare, the most you can be out of pocket in any one given year is $7,800. That's it. If you get a big bill, the most you will ever pay is $7,800. I'm bringing up all these points mm -hmm. because I will have some lady come in with $800,000 and say to me, I'm not gonna spend any money. I'm gonna barely get by eating ramen noodles in my house because you never know what happens if I have a heart attack and have a big medical bill. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, but that's factually untrue. You're going to live the rest of your life based on something that's factually untrue. You're not going to spread your money. You're not going to use your money the way that God wants you to use it. You're going to hoard it, and you're going to die with this scarcity mentality. It's a bad way to live. All right, so you said number one, Social Security is not going bankrupt. Read the book you want to find out more. We're talking about the book, The Retirement Revolution. Check it out online, stoplivingscared.com, stoplivingscared.com. Now, David mentioned it earlier on the show, and I'll remind you, is the book specifically written with a biblical perspective? Absolutely. Are Bible verses quoted from one end to the other? No. 
but it's all full of truth. So Social Security, not going bankrupt. Correct. Number two, inflation is not going to cripple your retirement. Correct. Number three, medical costs are not going to cripple your retirement because you're maxed out at $7,800 a year total out-of-pocket when you're on Medicare. It's a fact. That's even with Medicare supplements. Well, with a me the Medicare supplement just makes it less than 7800 Got yeah. it. Yeah. So even with just straight Medicare without a supplement, 7800 is out-of-pocket. You got it. Including prescriptions? Because everybody's worried about, I got big prescription costs. That's Yes, that's there's something called a catastrophic clause in Medicare. Medicare covers way more than you think. And the listeners out there that are in their 70s and 80s understand. But the people in their 60s that aren't on Medicare yet are freaked out. All right, what's number four and five? Four and five. Four and five things that are going to rock your world? Yeah, you said you had five points that are going to rock your world. You're going to get them all done in a minute. Well, so far we've taken five. But. Okay. <laughs> uh, nursing home costs. A lot of people come in and say, hey, I got $300,000. I'm not going to spend a penny because what if I have to go to, into a nursing home when I'm 89 years old and I'm there for 10 years? Legitimate point. Hard, hard question to answer. But after looking at this for 15 years, this is my answer. The chances of you being in a nursing home for five years or more, which is, I don't want to, it's terrible. Like, I don't want to sugarcoat that. That would be terrible. But the, and that would also be ruin you financially. But the chances of that happening for a man five years or more is 2%. And for a woman, it is 7%. So my advice when it comes to nursing home care, and I don't want to sound irresponsible or flippant, don't pay attention to the 10%. It's a single-digit possibility. Are you really going to live the rest of your life worried about single-digit possibilities and foregoing all these spoiling your grandkids and helping out your aunt who just lost her husband? And There's so many things you can do that people aren't doing out of fear. Mentoring your grandkids, mentoring your great-grandkids, investing in kids in the neighborhood, kids 30 or under, 40 or under, that desperately need an, an old voice in their life. Amen. It's such a desperate need. StopLivingScared.com. There's a, there's a title. I don't know that we've ever had a title of a, a website saying scared in there. StopLivingScared.com. The Retirement Revolution with David Kennan. David, this is such a unique conversation because all I've heard all my life, I'm 52 and a half years old. And yes, why do I still say half? Somebody gave me garbage about that the other day. I don't know. Because Martha has a half yet. candle and we have half birthday cakes every once in a while. She even has a half cake pan that she can bake, right? It's pretty fun when is you it? can celebrate half years. Yeah, come on. Absolutely. All I've ever heard is save for retirement, save for retirement, save for retirement, save your money for retirement. Yes. I've never heard anybody say, to have a spending plan when you get there. Well, kind of never. makes sense. <laughs> You'd think Definitely. so. You'd think so, but I've never, ever heard, hey, you need to have a plan to spend that money. Right? Isn't that strange? It's Yeah, I would say it's strange. I mean, I've been for 18 years, I've gone to every conference, seminar, or anything you can imagine that a financial advisor would go to. Never heard it. Not once. You called it no a retirement living plan, I think is what I, I got. Did I get that out of the book? Did yep. I, okay. All right. A retirement. What does that look like? I mean, how do you people, how do you help people devise a retirement living plan? Well, very simply, and again, it's hard to explain all of this over the radio, but all you do is take how much you're going to get in Social Security, take the money that your money is making, right? Add in that number, take out taxes. There's all kinds of tax calculators out there and make a budget. So if you know you need $4,000 a month and Social Security plus the money that your money is making is $6,000 a month, I forgot to tell you, this is the best part of the whole retirement revolution. Okay, think about this. You need $4,000 a month. $6,000 is coming in a month if you include, you know, the investment returns and the Social Security. 
that extra $2,000 each month. This is the best part of the entire revolution. Spend the money. You're not allowed to save that money. You got to help someone. You got to spoil yourself. The best part of the revolution is if there's extra money at the end of the month, you're not going to put it in the savings. That's the exact opposite point of what I'm making. So the intent is set your account numbers when you retire. Correct. Maybe you set aside something for you know an emergency, and then you got your retirement account. Exactly. Okay. So you, and then everything else, those accounts are not allowed to grow. Not allowed to grow. Are you allowed to replenish them if you had to hit like if you had to hit the emergency for a major car repair? Are you allowed to replenish it? Oh, I'm not that much of a stickler. I mean, this well, is you, you are pretty much a big stickler about this. Hey, we're talking with David Kennett about his book, The Retirement Revolution. Ladies and gentlemen out there, whether you're pre-retirement, post-retirement, or just thinking about it right now. You need to check out StopLivingScared.com or call for a copy of the book, 866-713-9675. Jesus followers, be encouraged. You can say, I retire for him and get back in the playing field. We need you. We desperately need you to invest your life into young, others younger than you. You listen to I Work For Him, the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. And if you're just tuning in now, you have got to go back to the beginning. You can always check out our podcast online, IWorkForHim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. Usually our podcasts are up in 24 to 48 hours, and then we post them out there on Facebook. And we're working on a super-powered Power Pods, as we're going to call them, the I Work For Him Power Pods. Is that what we came up with, the, the name, Michael? The I Work For Him Power Pods, is that what we came up with? Uh, uh, to be determined. Michael's actually working. Yeah, yeah. yeah Power Pods, a little bite-sized um, uh, podcast that just pack a punch, yeah. That's right. Pack that's what we're going to do. Three. We're talking... Go ahead. Nope, that's okay. Go on. We're talking <laughs> today about a subject that should be blowing your mind. The idea mm -hmm. that in your retirement, you should spend money. That you should have a spending plan, a retirement living plan instead of a retirement. I, I don't. I mean, we see so many people that when they retire, because of the fear that they're the fear of running out. So it's four row instead of FOMO. Instead of having a fear of missing out, you're living with four row fear of running, running out. That, that's a thing, David. I just made it up right here that's on it. I Work for Him. That's four that's row. I, I can use that. All right. Yes, you can. Um, it's been uh, copyrighted right here on I Work for Him. <laughs> But it's the whole idea is that you've been given money, you've saved it. David's got a plan to help you spend it. I would like you to spend it investing in ministry ventures that you can plug yourself into, investing your life into the next generations. David, before we go back, Martha's got a question she just can't wait to ask. You got a, a wife and four kids that you need to do a shout out to. Absolutely. So Jesse, uh, I miss you. He's six, and then we have Alex, who's eight. Chris, who's 10, and Sine, who's 12, and Dalani, my wife, who is literally an angel. I mean, I'm not even kidding. Aww. I don't even know how I met her. She's God's greatest gift to me. But, yeah, I'm very blessed. Unbelievable. I love that. I love the way he said it. How many years have you been married? 13. <sighs> way to That's go. excellent. And, and as he, David has said, he is quite um, intense and, I would say, retentive. And so his kids are perfectly spaced out 700 days apart. So, <laughs> okay. All right. He's not kidding. Martha. <laughs> So I'm curious as to um, this concept of, you know, we, when you work so hard to save money, say you have a goal and somebody says, you know, when by the time we retire, by the time I'm done working at XYZ company and go into the next phase of life, we want to save this much money. And then you're saying spend it. I feel like in my head, it's much like saying, I have a goal, I want to lose 20 pounds. And so I don't allow myself to do certain things till I lose that 20 pounds. But then all of a sudden, it's okay to eat cake again. And so how do you reconcile that? How do you help people give, 
permission to then start spending the amount that their money makes every month? That is a fantastic question. It really is. And there's some psychology to this, and I'm just going to tell you what I do. So, um, yes, especially for the really responsible people that actually have saved. Ironically, the more money people have saved, the harder time they they have with what I'm saying. Sure. Because they've built up these amazing habits. And your listeners right now, I am telling you, they're hearing what I'm saying, and they might be saying, that's interesting, Dave. It's an interesting point of view. But it's so hard to take it from that point to being to actually doing it. This is not just talking about it. This is not interesting. You have to do it. And this is how you're going to do it. You're going to have your money working for you. I don't care if it's in a CD and bonds, stock, whatever you're comfortable with. Whatever the money that the money that the money is making. Here's the psychology. You have the money automatically deposited into your bank account each month. And it sounds simple, but this is what happens. People look at me like I'm crazy when I tell them it's okay to spend some money. I put together a plan that makes sense. And then that next month, guess what? There's a check. There's money deposited into their account. And most people say, I don't know. This still is new. And then in the next month, guess what? There's another check. And then the next month, guess what? Another check. (laughs) There's another check. And before you know it, they go, Dave's not messing around. This is happening. This check is not going to stop. And do you know how many people have come back to my office a year later saying, Dave, all the money you sent us, you know, we ended up not spending it. And here it is. And we're going to give it back to you and you can reinvest it. Do you know how many people have done that? Zero. Good. That that means you did your job teaching them. Yeah. So anyway, that's my answer. There is a process. It takes months for people to kind of come to terms with it. Sure. But psychologically, for all of those out, you you know, people out there that are going to do this on their own. You have to automatically send those profits into your bank account each month. And or it spend work. it every and month. We're talking it. with David Kennan. He wrote the book, The Retirement Revolution. Check it out online, stoplivingscared.com, stoplivingscared.com. I want you to get a copy of this book. Give it to your favorite retired person or person considering retirement or maybe your favorite financial advisor who's always talking about saving but never about spending. Because us as Jesus followers, he's given, God has given us incredible resources to steward, but so often we don't steward them, we save them. And then we pass them on to the next generation without any training. Amen. Get a copy of this book for free, 866-713-9675, 866-713-9675. Martha. You know, I just had an idea. There might be some people that they actually get pushback from their advisor in is this that, whole is process. Is that true? Oh, yeah. And because of the very reason, like you said, that, you know, Ooh, they- Why would they, an advisor- Go ahead. Oh, I, I believe it would be because they would they don't have the the compounding more to invest and make money on as far as on the on the advisor side. I don't even think it's conscious necessarily, but yeah. advisors get based on how much money they have invested with them. So why would they suggest that you spend the money? They get paid less. My whole concept gets me paid less. Sure. So my thought was, Jim, if people really love this idea, share the book with their advisor right, to say idea. this is why I'm doing it. And then, um, you know, maybe that will help them to get some encouragement and support. One member of the I Retire Frame Nation has already texted me saying, I love this show. Let's spend the money. Uh, that's right. That's good. Use. Responsibly. Responsibly. That's right. We're not talking yep. about spending your, your principal. Your principal. We're talking about spending the money your money is making. 
You can read all about it in this book. It's a phenomenal, easy read, well-written. You know, guys, you know I read a ton of books. I'm telling you, this book was easy to read. It intrigued me from page one all the way to the index, The Retirement Revolution. It is the newest idea I've ever heard. Hey, have a spending plan when you retire, or what you call a retirement living plan. David Kennan, I want to ask you this question. Yes. Too often, we hear nightmare stories of people dying who have never spent any of the retirement money and it kept growing and they have more money when they died than when they retired. One third of them, yes. And, and and they never ever trained their kids or their grandkids on how to handle money. So they then pass on wealth, significant wealth, whether it's $10,000 or $100,000 or a million dollars, it's more money than they've ever had before, the people that are getting this, and they never got discipled on how to handle it. How do we fix that? It's a big problem. Big problem. I'm not going to go over all these terrible inheritance scenarios. No, that we don't I've have enough time. Through. Exactly. Uh, but this is my, again, this but is But they're, they're in your book. They, they are. They are. They're in the book, but I'm going to be, a, I'm, I'm a straight shooter. I'm going to just tell you what to do. I believe in giving while living. I don't, you know, I believe in it. So what I say to people is that the money that the money is making, give it, to, if you want to, if your kids are struggling, if they need a down payment on a house, if they want to send one of their kids to piano lessons, if they, that's what the money is for. Do not drop half a million dollars in the lap of a 68 year old, right? When you die, your kids are going to be in their 60s. They need it in their 30s and 40s. So not only do they get the money and you get to see them enjoy it, but you also get to see, are they good stewards with it? Are they responsible? And it's a perfect opportunity to mentor how to do it. You know, and I love your examples because you're not saying, okay, go buy every grandchild a car when they turn 16. Right. Maybe it is piano lessons. Right. That's, 20, you know, $50 a week or whatever it might be. Only but get what if, your kid, grandkids piano lessons if they want them. Well, don't, don't do it because you want to torture your kids. Of course. But what a beautiful example of that. We have a neighbor who um, they gave their grandkids some money and they said, we want you to give this money to something of importance. We want to see how you want to be philanthropic and we're going to start teaching you that early. That's what you're talking about. Absolutely. Love it. What I would love to have more conversations too is if you are going to pass on money to that next generation, talk to them about it ahead of time, but not in the kind you had this context where you, where you had one couple told their kids they were going to both inherit tons of money and it screwed up both their lives. Oh, big time. I'm talking about determine a number that's not going to screw them up and then Talk to them about how they can use it when they get it. But in the meantime, you're going to be using it. All right, really quick, the retirement revolution. Spend more, worry less. Mm. Give us those five things that people should stop worrying about, period. Okay, so again, this is how this is the entire retirement revolution. You spend the money that the money's making. You realize that Social Security is going to be there. Medicare covers way more than you think. Inflation is not going to ruin you. Nursing home, nursing home situations are more rare than you would think. Most people pass away very quickly in a nursing home. Do not live your life worried about that and not spending any money. Taxes are way lower in retirement than you think. Every single person that I work with, when they retire, they are shocked at how little they pay in taxes. Huh. Those are the five things. Those are the five things people worry about. You don't need to. Get them out of your brain. Start spending the money that the money is making. Have a blast and, and just live your life. We're talking about fueling the reformation of our country with this money that they're going to start spending. Yes. Because they can now take this money as retired people and start using it to 
to help fund them investing their lives into others and, and living out their faith alongside others. This is going to fuel the Reformation. If we can convince Christ-following retirees to get back in the playing field and get out of the grandstands, this can change our world. Amen. David Kennan, thank you so much for being on iWorkRim. Thanks for sharing your book, The Retirement Revolution. Check them out online, stoplivingscared.com. Thank you, David. Thank you for having me. I, I know you could have talked way more. I, I get it. There's so I could much be stuff. I've been here for four hours. Yeah. Hey, you know? yeah. Well, you could. You, you Maybe one day you can. <laughs> You've been listening to High Work Room with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.